0: Hi, my name is Lore and welcome to Life Will Provide, a podcast about learning to trust in life and knowing that you're always taken care of. Hello and thank you for listening to another episode. Today I wish to share with you what happens at Easter. It involves something with my brother and the lesson I learned that day. But before I tell you this story, I want to share a few things with you. And that is that being in a state of love requires a lot of alertness. Because the ego can come in very quickly. And although I've come to that place or state where I can observe myself, the grip of the ego sometimes is still very strong and it surprises me. They say that misery loves company. And that's the same with the ego. You know, love amplifies when it's being shared. It it gets stronger. It extends. It it expands. But it's the same with the ego. When it is being shared, the story that's created becomes stronger in, in your mind. Now, the difference with love is that no love goes to waste. It will grow stronger and it will always come back to you. The ego, on the other hand, needs oxygen to survive. So when you share a story with someone and they agree with you or they confirm the injustice that has happened, your ego will feel stronger, like it's winning, it's surviving. Because for the ego, it's all about surviving. And being right is one of the ego's favorite hobbies. And I share this because it's a great introduction to the story. So at Easter, my grandparents and my two brothers and their girlfriends come to my parents' house and we uh, celebrate Easter. Now, this still stems from, you know, when we were little and hunting for Easter eggs We never really went to church. So it's for us, it's not really like a religious day. Although I have become very fond of Jesus. (laughs) Not the religious Jesus necessarily. um, Or at least, you know, what is written in the Bible. But I do love his unconditional love that he showed. So before the family arrived... I felt guided or I was thinking to share something with everyone because I did want to mention the importance of that day of Easter. I wanted to share something about the resurrection and Jesus and that it's a time of celebration because it was during that day that the impossible became possible and so are things with us. Everything that we imagine and beyond is possible. But what came to me specifically, and this is actually about, uh, about the crucifixion as well, is that whenever we judge, we crucify. We crucify someone else, but we also crucify other people all the time. What we should be crucifying is the limiting beliefs that we have, the ones that tell us that we're not good enough. So, you know, it's about crucifying everything that we want to let go of, everything that is not us and does not serve us. So bear this in mind and let me continue with the story then, or start with the story. So my brother lives somewhere else in a city and he recently sold his car, which means that he takes public transport Mainly the train, because he lives near a train station and the train station here is only like a seven minute drive. So it's quite easy to just pick him up. So my other brother was going to pick him up from the station. And we were supposed to meet up at 1 p.m. and start in, uh, lunch at like 1.15. Then he messages us saying that his train will arrive at 2 I already felt irritation come up. And I said, well, that's not possible. Um, There's a bus you can take because apparently there were no trains every hour. But yeah, it's a public holiday. It's a Sunday. You know, you should think about this. (laughs) You should know this. But anyway, I saw that there was a bus that he could catch, which would get here at 1230 exactly in time. So I tell my brother this. And he rings me up and he says, no, we're going to catch the train and be there at two. And I said, well, we finished eating then. And then someone has to come and pick you up. So, yeah, I was not I was not happy about it, especially because he knew about this. You know, he knew uh, for years at, at Easter, we meet up with the family and okay, maybe the time changes, but it's always around lunchtime. And my mom told him as well, just a few days before So I said to him, okay, I'll come and pick you up at your house. But I would lose like 40 minutes by 40, 45 minutes by doing that while I could be helping my mom out. I got really, really frustrated with him because I felt that it was so selfish of him not to think of us. And because his decision was to get rid of the car, now we often have to go and get him or bring him back home. And I was surprised how much it got to me. I was also very aware of how I was acting. And I was sharing this with my mom and she was obviously agreeing with me. You know, the misery loves company. I could have chosen a different response, but I just couldn't. I just really wanted to stay in my ego you know, they say, do you want to be right or happy? You know, do you want to be right or at peace? But it's almost as if it felt to me like I could only go to peace if I hung on to that story. You know, and I, was, I thought to myself, okay, when I see my brother, I'm just going to tell him, you know, he shouldn't do that and whatever. So I had still had an hour before I had to go and pick him up. And... I couldn't shake it off. The story kept repeating itself in my mind. Kept repeating, kept repeating. So I sat down a few times. I asked for help. And um, I asked, you know, let me see this differently. Please let me um, see why this is happening. In that instant, I realized that my brother was innocent. That he didn't do anything wrong. And that he was just asking for love. He was getting quite mad at me on the phone because, you know, I was saying these things to him. And he said, you know, I've been working all week and so on. So, you know, there was pain as well in him. So I just just looked at him through love. I couldn't do that at first. But when I asked to see things differently, I could do it. It was up to me to see the love in him that is also in me. (laughs) What's so interesting is, the thing that I wanted to share with my family about crucifying is the exact thing that I was doing to my brother. And it is so disempowering to blame others for how we feel. Because it wasn't my brother who was causing this irritation. It were my thoughts thinking, my brother should be different than the way he is. So that was yeah quite interesting and while I was driving there to go and pick him up yeah the story just disappeared. I didn't, I didn't have that anymore. So I was so pleased and I also didn't feel the need anymore to bring it up when I saw him. When I saw him I just hugged him. I hugged his girlfriend and that was it. Now, eventually, I didn't share anything with my family about what Easter is about and whatever. Because clearly, it was a lesson for me to learn. So yeah, I definitely learned a few things that day. You know, how strong the ego can get. How, you know, it's our thoughts that cause the way we feel. But also, whenever we judge someone, we're really crucifying them in our minds. So, you know, that's not what we want to do. We want the impossible, you know. We want the ultimate love. We want the resurrection. And that makes me feel even more gratitude for Jesus, for, I mean, being able to just be love constantly, constantly. You know, I try so hard to do this. It's become my, my passion, my goal. And still the ego comes up and I can now look at it with compassion. But it's incredible what he did. Maybe one last thing that I read in a book. And it's about that when we close our hearts for love, we roll the stone in front of the tomb. But whenever we open our hearts, we roll the stone away you know, so we can resurrect. I think that's quite good to remember, you know, that whenever you're in in a state of um, judgment, anger, we are just rolling that stone in front of our hearts, in front of the tomb. Well, when w- when we can stay in love, we open our hearts so love can flow in and out and through. And that's The place we want to be. So that's my story that I wanted to share with you today. I'm looking forward to recording the next episode for you. Have a good day. Take care. Bye bye.